1: There's no song quite like the victor's song when you, when you finally have the, the ultimate victory. Oh, there is, a, there is not just a tune, there is a tone in that song that is one of jubilation. Now, that's the song we've come to today in Revelation chapter 19. It is summarized in one word. It is the word Alleluia. It's a beautiful word, isn't it? It is the New Testament spelling, uh, the equivalent of the Old Testament word Hallelujah. And uh, when you find it in Revelation chapter 19, this is very significant. It's found four times. We'll see all of them in just a moment. But did you know this is the first time that this word is used in the New Testament? You find hallelujahs all through the Old Testament. In fact, the the book of Psalms ends with what is commonly referred to as the hallelujah chorus. Those final psalms all beginning and ending with praise ye the Lord. That's what the word hallelujah means. Uh, But the word hallelujah in the New Testament is reserved for the end. It is the climax. It is the conclusion. Might I say, it is actually the commencement. It is the beginning of our eternal song. It is the hallelujah chorus of eternity. What does it sound like? Revelation 19, verse 1, And after these things I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God, for true and righteous are His judgments. For he hath judged the great whore which did corrupt the earth with her fornication, and hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And again they said, Alleluia. And her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. There are several stanzas to this song. and There are different singers singing this song. But there's one theme in the song. The title of the song is Alleluia. Literally, praise ye the Lord. It's what everybody's singing in eternity. In verse 1 and 2, it's what the martyrs sing, Alleluia. In verse 3 and 4, it is what the 24 elders, that's the church, and the four beasts, that's the angels, are singing, Alleluia. In verse 5, it's what all people, small and great, sing, Alleluia. In verse 6, it's what the great multitude of heaven sings. What is it? Say it with me. Alleluia. Literally, praise ye the Lord. Do you see what a stark difference there is between Revelation 18 and now Revelation 19? In Revelation 18, you have the defeat of the Antichrist. In Revelation 19, you have the victory of the Christ. In Revelation 18, you have judgment. In Revelation 19, you have worship. In Revelation 18, uh, you have people sorrowing. But in Revelation 19, you have people rejoicing. You see, it all depends on which side you're on. I wonder, are you on the winning side today? That determines whether you're going to be on the singing side someday. And what shall we sing? We shall sing this word, Alleluia. Can I point out to you just briefly today that the four Alleluias that are found in Revelation 19 are all connected to some part of our great God's character. First of all, in verse number one, we say, Alleluia for His goodness. That's where we always begin with the goodness of God. Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. So all eyes are on the Lord. You see, in Revelation 18, we we saw the evil of the Antichrist. We saw the bad situation. We saw the terrible ending here on earth. But in Revelation 19, verse 1, we turn our attention fully back to the goodness of God. Do you remember all the way back on the other end of your Bible, in the book of Genesis, what was it that Satan got Eve's eyes off of? The goodness of God. And when men forget the goodness of God... It leads to sin and death and judgment, but when their eyes are turned back to the goodness of God, then it brings great joy for us and great worship for Him. So let's begin here today. Can you say in your spirit, Hallelujah, praise the Lord for His goodness. And then the Bible says in verse 3, again they said, Hallelujah. And this time, why did they say, Hallelujah? Well, look in verse 2, for true and righteous are His judgments. So not only do we say Alleluia for His goodness, we say Alleluia for His judgments. Now, if that sounds odd to you, I hear people saying a good God would never send anyone to hell. A good God would never uh, bring terrible judgment and suffering. Understand what the Bible says in Revelation 19 too, True and righteous are His judgments. God is always true and God is always righteous. So uh, His truth here is in opposition to the falsehood in this world. Don't believe a lie, friend. Believe the one who is truth and the one the Bible says it is impossible for him to lie. His judgments are true. There is is no discrepancy. There is only discernment in his judgment. And then the Bible says, and righteous. They're right. Remember what the Bible says even in his forgiveness, that our God is faithful and just to forgive. Might I say he is faithful and just in his forgiving, and he is faithful and just in his judging. You see, the only one who deserves any glory is our God. And the only one who deserves suffering in the end is the sinner who rejects Him. And so, His judgments are a reminder of His goodness. Even His justice is good. Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. And then the Bible says in verse 4 that they all gather around the throne. Remember, the throne is central in Revelation saying, I love this expression, amen, hallelujah. We say, praise God for His goodness. Praise God for His judgments. Now praise God for His ruling presence. Where is He? He's sitting on the throne. In verse 5, a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, all ye His servants, and ye that fear Him, both small and great. So we, we give God praise because He rules and He reigns. He rules the good and He overrules the evil. He is King now and He is King for eternity. Hallelujah. The great commentator John Phillips told a Beautiful story about this verse, Revelation 19.4, this amen, hallelujah, about two men from different parts of the world with different languages who met on board a cruise ship. And they both felt very out of place. They didn't speak the language, and everybody else was living with all their worldly pleasures. And here are these two Christian men, and they met on board a deck, each of them holding a Bible. And though they did not know one another's language, finally one of them said, amen, and the other one said, Hallelujah. And at that moment, they found a common language because of their common Savior. May I tell you that's really what's happening in Revelation 19. Our God is central to all, and we say, Amen, Hallelujah. And then finally, the last Hallelujah says that there's a voice, uh, like the voice of many waters and the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. First, it's Hallelujah for His goodness. Alleluia for his judgments. Alleluia for his ruling presence. And now, alleluia for his power. God's great power is seen in this fourth alleluia. God is greater than the Antichrist. He's greater than this world system. He's greater than the devil. He's greater than all the hounds of hell. Whatever is against you today and whatever comes against the Lord between now and the end of time, God is greater than all and God's people ought to simply say today, "Hallelujah!" It'll be the song of eternity. Don't you think we ought to start tuning our instruments now, warming up? Let's have a little warm-up session today. Would you practice the song all through the day today? Would you just repeatedly say this beautiful Bible word to the Lord? "Hallelujah,
0: Praise ye the Lord. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God in Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauly continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.